Hey guys, welcome to this week's podcast episode. Today's topic and episode is going to be all about resiliency, purpose, daring to be your authentic self. And with that, I have special guest um, Isabel Fortin. She's also mindset coach. Uh, I'm really excited to bring her onto the show for the listeners out there who are all about resiliency and mindset and emotional freedom. And so, Isabel, welcome. Thank you for having me, Christopher. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, tell people about your story and how you got started and what you do. And um, I'm really excited to get the the conversation. Well, thank you for that. I... Right out of high school, I joined the military and I served the Canadian Canadian Air Force for a decade, and yeah. uh, I I loved it for a while because it was giving me a a sense of duty and a sense of purpose, and I I felt like I was making a difference. But after a while, I really started hating the job. Like I liked the surroundings, I liked wearing the uniform, I loved all of that, the sense of belonging, and like I said earlier, purpose and duty and all that good stuff. But the actual day-to-day job got really boring. So it took me a long time to, once I transitioned to my civilian jobs, um, it took me a long time before finding something that I felt that I was adding something to the world because that's that's very important for me to feel like I'm contributing to the world. So I did odd jobs and I had 17,000 jobs in five years. And of course, I'm exa- exaggerating, but actually not that much. I really, it, it became a joke in my in my family and with my group of friends, because there are some friends that every time I would see them, I had just started this new job. And actually, I became a massage therapist quite by accident. I accompanied a friend of mine who wanted to become a massage therapist to a a 15-hour introduction to Swedish massages. And after the 15 hours, I felt like I didn't know enough and I wanted to know more. So that just that curiosity of going and daring to try something new actually lit a match, you know, under my, it opened an entire new uh, world for me. And I ended up becoming a massage therapist and- Uh I worked as a massage therapist for 23 years, but about 10 years in, a client of mine uh, at the end of a massage while she was paying and taking her next appointment said, you know, Isabel, I don't come here for the massages. I come here to talk to you because whenever I leave our time together, I always leave with, with a fresh perspective on whatever it is that, that, that we were talking about. So that opened another door for me to say, oh, okay, so maybe maybe my value and what I can bring to the world is more in regards to mindset. And that's how I became a mindset coach. And that was in 2009 already. Love, I love that story where you um, where clients come back to you because of the feeling that you give to them as opposed to the actual service. Um, you know, that, that means you've got a raving fan and she's still my client now. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I can tell like, um, the way you're describing it, just like the way your, your, um, your, uh, mannerisms light up when you're talking about, you know, passion and purpose and authenticity being in service. Um, so kind of, uh, you know, this emotional resiliency, emotional wellness and health is kind of, um, 
it's kind of a you know net i would say net kind of you have to really boil down to what specific issues so one part is daring to be your authentic self um what ideas or um things do you have to you know share you know daring to be your authentic self for emotional wellness dare to speak up you know there are eight billion people on this planet a quarter of them are not going to like you. A quarter of them are going to absolutely adore you. And 50% are not going to have an opinion at all about the fact that you exist in this world. So at the end of the day, and I know this sounds bad, but it actually isn't. It's very, very freeing because when you dare to show up as who you are and use your voice and say what you mean and mean what you say and live with purpose, the bottom line is nobody's going to care except you, but it's going to make an entire difference in your life. You know, the, the people that are bothered by you, aren't. it's not about you. It's about you're, you're triggering something they don't like in themselves. And yeah. they're reacting to that instead of reacting to you. It feels personal, but it really isn't. So when you understand how much people don't care, I mean, they care on a human level. Some of them will care on a human level. But other than that, they'll bitch and mine and groan. And after yeah. that, they're, you know, down to the next thing. And yeah. it's so when you understand, that's very, very freeing. freeing. I find it's very, very freeing because that way you can just be who you are. And you know what? The world needs you to be who you are. You were put on this planet for something. And even if you talk about something, then literally another billion people talks about the same thing you do. Like I'm a mindset coach. Come on. How many mindset coaches are there in the world? At least 15 million. At least. But you know what, Christopher? None of them have my life experience. None of them have my voice. None of them have the way that I that I express things, the way that I and I will speak to many and I will not speak to a lot of other people and that's okay because the right people that needs my message will hear it and it will get to them. And that's it. The others just let let them live their lives and that's it yeah it's interesting because um picking back off yours like once you realize it's not about you it's not personal people are kind of in their own vibrational world um they're kind of reacting based on their their vibrational state and uh you know it's like kind of like those like most people are on their phones right and then they'll look up and then they'll look back down and they you know they're they go back to their to the world they're all concerned about you know and I love this idea, you know, my wife and I, we have this thing where it's like, we call out BS, say what you mean, you know, don't like, no, no, like passive aggressive, just, you know, say it and, um, you know, get, get it over with. Um, then you talk about purpose. How do you connect with purpose, what it is? And you can see that once you connect with it, you know, you're, you you move up a vibrational state. Uh, for me, it's joy. I know I am doing the right thing. I know I am helping the right people. I know I am speaking about the right or transmitting the right message if it brings me joy. Because joy is is not only for kids, it's for all of us. Joy mm -hmm. is is an emotion, of course, and it's an emotion, but it's 
I'll choose joy over happiness any day because joy has a extremely high vibration level. Extremely, oh. it, it, it is similar to love. And that that's one of the things that I'm, that's kind of a, my battle. I don't like that word, but I'll use it for lack of a better one. It's kind of a, my battle is we, we seem to refer to love only as if it was reserved for romance. And romantic love is important. Of course, it's important. But it's not love. It's a part. It's a way of expressing love. And of course, you don't love your husband or your wife or your life partner the way you love your parents. But it doesn't mean that the love you share with your parents is is less than. It's just different. So it's the same thing for joy. It's such a high vibration emotion that you follow the things that make you, that brings you joy, you cannot fail at finding your purpose. It's impossible. Mm. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we'll talk about um, kind of narratives like, you know, um, spouse and kids. And, but, uh, you know, there's also different types of love. There's like brotherly love, there's friendship love, you know, romantic love as well. Um, you know, so many different types. And, um, and I love how you distinguish between joy and uh you know happiness and talk about this um being in service and why you believe being in service is the best way to live in order to uh feel fulfilled well because we rise by by helping others even in random acts of kindness as a giver you're going to have a high dose of oxytocin which is a stress reducing hormone the person at the receiving end gets the same hit of oxytocin, so it improves their lives as well. But the good thing about kindness and, and being in service is any witnesses of this act of kindness will also get an oxytocin dose. So it's going to make them feel better as well. So how can you not want to be in service of others? And I mean... I am not Mother Teresa. I really am not. But if I have um, the occasion uh, to help anybody, the answer, the first response is yes. Unless it has too high a cost for me. I mean, if, if it's going to, you know, bring me down in every aspect, physically, financially, uh, mentally, spiritually, psychologically if it's if it doesn't cost then yes of course i'm going to help and i find that and it's not a popular uh, way of looking at it but i find that helping others is an extremely selfish act i give because it makes me feel better it makes me feel worthy it makes me feel all you know giggly inside because i i I, it boosts my immune system. It boosts my self-esteem. It boosts everything. And thank goodness it, it's good for other people too because that way I want to do it more. Yeah. Um, I love that and just kind of being in service because, you know, I actually, you know, every, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas, I love volunteering at the um, the food shelter, just kind of helping. And then I, and I do it for free and it just, it's better than, you know. It's any yeah. material gift you can receive. Yeah, any monetary or you know whatever success, it's like it's and it's it's like just takes your time. 
and you're you're giving the other question is you know because um i'm curious how do you deal with just um you know past traumas either could be emotional you know or people that wronged you you know stabbed you in the back or you how do you deal with that you gotta let that shit go oh i don't think there's a, a big recipe i think forgiveness is the is the best thing and sometimes you need to forgive yourself first mm, i mean mm. i have the biggest trauma in my life is my mother passed away when i was five and she was 36 and of course it created you know i was a sad kid and then i was an angry teenager because anger is way easier to, to deal with than sadness is and because you have control and anger and sadness, it's only despair. And then I became a bitter adult and I was not fun to be around. And, and mm -hmm. at one point in my life, I had to just A, let that shit go and B, forgive myself for having created this path. Because mm -hmm. I did, although it was at an unconscious level, I did create this path. And when I was faced with myself looking at myself in the mirror and say okay i can't this is not fun this life of mine is not fun and i can't i don't believe in the punitive god i i didn't understand why i felt like i was being punished in this life well because i was punishing myself so mm -hmm. you have to forgive yourself you know a lot of my clients will say, I will never forgive that person for doing this and this and that. And my response to that is, it's not about them, it's about you. Forgiving, mm -hmm. even forgiving others, forgiving ourselves first, but forgiving others is the same energy. It's not about saying that you agree with what they did to you. It's about mm -hmm. freeing yourself, yourself from that pain. Mm -hmm. And I think there are as many people on the planet as there are ways to offer forgiveness. But I think it starts with that. Couldn't have a follow-up question is, so sure. you have this uh, traumatic event or, you know, kind of these micro traumas. And so do you, do you basically block it out of your, cause it, I mean, it's happened, right? So the way I self-analyze myself is, you know, this happened and, so I create stories around, you know, kind of, you know, rationalizing or just like kind of, you know, these stories. So do you create empowering stories around it or you kind of block it out and kind of recreate it? Is, is, um, I'm just curious, what are you, how do you, how do you deal with that? I think blocking is a very, very, very toxic idea. For me, my trick is just accepting. You know, Christopher, whether I hold my breath until I'm blue in the face and I die, it's not going to make my mother come back. She died. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. it's unbelievably unfair, but it's life. Life has never been fair. It isn't now, and it will it will never be fair. That's not how this is designed. So just accepting the facts for what they are. Mm -hmm. So my story in this current time, in this turn of life, whether, you know, I'm going to come back or not, I don't know, but in this turn... My story is my mom passed away when I was five. So I just need to accept that. And I, of course, I did the, the crying, the ranting, the, 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 
bitching at God because it's not fair. And I, I did all of that. You you have to have an out. You have to give yourself permission to have those feelings. You can't just say, oh, shush, shush, shush. You know, it's no, 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 no. You need to give yourself permission to feel them and express them. But you can't live in that energy. So at one point, you have to decide. It starts with a decision that say, okay, so this happened to me. Now what? Because that's what resilience is. Resilience mm -hmm. is not staying in a victim mindset. Resilience is saying, this happened. Now what do I do from now on? And that's the mm -hmm. difference between blame and responsibility. So in mm -hmm. my case, my mom passed away of cancer. It's nobody's fault. I have no one to blame. But it mm -hmm. is my responsibility to pick up and do something with my life because my life isn't over. Mm -hmm. So that's my responsibility. Yeah, I love that. Very powerful. Thank um, you. I love talking to mindset coaches and just people about forgiveness and just kind of like, you know, how do you deal with just like absolutely horrible, you know, things and, you know, things that are really unfair. Um, so, uh, you know, it really helps. So kind of, you know, kind of wrapping up, we have a few more minutes, but, you know, talking about, I like how you um, did not accept certain narratives, like, you know, like, for example, in the US, the, the narrative is um, your value and status equates to how successful you are, what financially, yeah, financial, and, yeah. you know, that could be house, why, you know, spot, you know, but you, you know, a lot of people are waking up to this is kind of like, you know, this is a BS narrative. So so people are living lives based on how they choose and what you're talking about deciding. So talk about, you know, shunning mainstream narratives. Most of it's to get you to buy things and, um, you know, going on your path. And then how can people contact you and follow you? I, the way that I don't buy into that crap is because it hasn't served me. No, mm. I don't buy into the recipe of however success is defined just because it, it doesn't resonate with me. You need to have a, a, a strong back, but you need to have your, I don't give a crap what your opinion is about my life. Mm. Uh, you have to have that button, you know, very well used. But I think uh -huh. that once you understand that what they think of you has nothing to do with you, mm -hmm. then it's easier to let that stuff go, right? Uh, how do people uh, get a hold of me? Either by LinkedIn. My name is Isabel Fortin. That's I-S-A-B-E-L-L-E, -E, and not Isabella. And uh, my website is izzyfortin.com. So that's I-Z-Z-Y, Fortin, F-O-R-T-I-N.com. And I have a actually a 21-day uh, mindset program, and it's called Mind Your Own Happiness. And it yeah. lasts, it's 21 days. Every day you get a little bit of content and homework because oh, nice. you switch your mindset by actually doing the work. Yeah. I love that. And I really enjoyed this conversation, you know, a lot Thank of deep you. insights and um, love deep work, deep inner work. Um, and uh, all of Isabel's resources will be in the links and show notes. Be sure to check out her 21 day challenge. And um, thanks so much for coming onto the podcast. You're very welcome. And thanks for having me.